Welcome everybody back to another episode of The Purple Experience. I am your host, Mr. Purple, Diaz York, Slim, whatever you want to call me. It's totally fine. And we're here, man. Late night episode. It's Tuesday and it's 11.20 and it's a late episode. And here we are, man. Let's get right into it. So today I was gathering topics and I was trying to find something to talk about and I just I was struggling I was struggling I couldn't find uh, the thing that I wanted to talk about and I started to watch a movie I was like well I'm down here doing research I might as well just try to find a movie to watch you know try to take my mind off of it and maybe come back to it you know maybe get inspiration watching the movie but I couldn't find a movie to watch right that's my problem I'll get into that later on so I decided to watch um, Fast and the Furious, and um, the newest one, Fast Fast Nine, the Fast Saga. Um, and I, boy, <laughs> I tell you, uh, it is terrible. Um, it had so much potential to be like such a good movie, or just <sighs> honestly, I don't even know what to say about it because it was just so much just outlandish stuff happening like and it was just random like it was so random like it makes it drives me insane because in the beginning so let me break it down for you if you've never seen the movie spoilers but i'm gonna say this so in the beginning it shows dom's background like how he became who he is right how he became a criminal in a sense right because that's who they are you know i mean that's what they are right criminal so anyway so he goes you know to to prison because he beats up this dude because the dude that was racing against his father kind of got him killed he kind of set him up to get him killed but not really and you find out later that his father tried to throw the race because the family wasn't dead and then they were like don't let dom know and john cena's in the movie i'm telling this so out of order but john cena's in the movie basically it's just a this should have been like the first movie in the series, basically. And the only reason why I say that is because you introduced the element of his brother, Jacob, with a K. Then that's John Cena. Like, we've never heard anything about Jacob. I never knew he had a brother. Maybe I'm not paying attention within the story, um, but I never thought he had a brother. I just knew he had a sister. That's because that's who Paul Walker was um, married to or dating or whatever. But I never thought he had a. Um, I never thought he had a sister. Like I never really thought he had a sister, or a brother rather. Excuse me, a brother. But um, it's just weird. It's just so random. It's so random. It's so weird. I I, uh, you know. But that reminded me of just like movie series that are just being ran into the ground. And I was just thinking to myself, like what other ones? And one of them that I hate to say, I, I I'm a fan of the first one, the matrix. The, the fifth one was so weird. Like I, it was like, uh, you didn't have to really, you know what I'm saying? You didn't have to really do that. You didn't have to put that one out there. You could have just kept that one in the vault. Like no one had to know that that was what you guys wanted to make. And they set it up to the point where now it's going to be like a sequel. So there's going to be six mo- five movies, six movies. There's going to be five Matrix movies. And there's 10, there's going to be 10, there's going to be 11 Fast and the Furious. There's a Fast and the Furious 10, part 1 and part 2. So 
he, he's just getting random people. So is, is John Cena coming back? I have to know. I have to know if John Cena is coming back. We'll find out once I edit this video and stuff like that. We'll find out if he comes back. But they got Jason Momoa and they got Brie Larson. I just feel like he's asking random people at this point. That's how I genuinely feel. Like, yeah, I get it. These guys are decent actors and they're solid actors for, you know, for the roles that they play. They do a pretty good job. But they're just so random. They don't go with the theme of Fast and the Furious. Like, I can see Vin Diesel being a spy, surprisingly, right? They went from criminals to being G.I. Joes all of a sudden, you know? Now they work for the CIA. Now they have work covert op missions and stuff to save the world from technology that can control the whole entire grid. Like, what is going on? You guys were robbing banks. Now you guys are saving the world from techno world-ending technology. Like, you know... But I can see Vin Diesel doing that. Like, I can see him doing that. Surprisingly, he would be the t worst spy. But I can definitely see him being like somebody that the CIA will call on for, like, brute strength or whatever type of corny stuff that they have in those type of movies or those plot lines for those characters. I can definitely see him doing that. But Jason Momoa, he sticks out like a sore thumb. I don't see him really being in the spy movies. Like, these are now Fast and the Furious is spy movies. They're not... Like, I don't know... I don't know any film franchise that took a... That did a 180. That did a 180, like, so just crazy. It, like, they went from being... Heist, you know, thieves like like Italian um, Italian job that type of movie vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like you had the cops who understood why they were doing what they were doing, but still breaking the law. Like you 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 get it, you understand it, right? And it makes for good. It makes for a good movie. But when you, I don't know, turn it turn from being a criminal into a spy essentially a super spy it's like what where did we go wrong why do why do why are we so far from why why or or how come how come you made that change and i know that was like vin diesel that made that change and i feel like it changed after paul walker had passed away god rest his soul but they should have ended it right then and there i feel like they try to just keep it a going for his spirit and for keep it alive for him and his legacy. But I'll tell you what, if I was him, I'd be like, you should have just ended it at six because now we're stopping submarines and we're going in outer space. I don't know who thought that was a good idea. I don't even know how that came about in the script. I have to know what the thought process was because there's no way that that would come about in the script. There's just no way that would come about in the script. But I guess it did. I guess that's what people were feeling. I guess that's what they liked. The test audience liked it. So I'm assuming, you know, that's obviously... Um, I don't know how much they made it. Let's, how much did they make at the box office? I'm going to look that up. I can only imagine. Fast and Furious... Oops. Fast and the Furious 9... How much did it make? It made $726 million at the box office. What was the budget? That is beyond, That is insane. 
Okay, so according to Wikipedia, the budget is it was anywhere from two hundred million to two hundred twenty-five million, and it made seven hundred twenty-six million dollars at the box office. So obviously, when they double, you know, double and triple, essentially, you know, the worth of what they got back, they're obviously going to make another movie, and. It they have a blueprint, it works, but I just feel like they're just it just the movies don't hit the same no more. No movie hits the same no more. There's no good movies no more, you know. All of the movies are the same, you know. The only ones that everybody waits for is superhero movies, you know. I just watched the new Batman when that came out. That was honestly great. It was a great film. Um, I feel so late talking about it, but I didn't have a podcast then, so. Here I am talking about it. I just feel like I got to catch up a little bit, you know. But um, I seen that. It was great. I seen it twice. I seen it twice. Um, it's coming to HBO Max on the 18th. So that's what, in six days? Yeah. It's coming on in six days. Uh, I'm going to watch that. I, li- I like that one. Um, I wanted to see Uncharted. That came out on my birthday. Didn't go see it. Um, do you know what they need to do with the Fast and the Furious movies? They need to make them video games. Or... Better yet, end it. They should have ended the series at six movies, and then had something with HBO Max or Stars or Showtime or whatever, and would have just done a series like a four-part miniseries to keep the story going and stuff like that. Because now there's like there's nine movies total, but I mean no, there's ten movies total because you got to count the Hobbs and Shaw, even though that's not like. Um, they're not like necessarily together in the sense of like, how do I explain it? How do I explain it? Because The Rock and Vin Diesel were beefing, so he made Hobbs and Shaw with Jason Statham, another spy movie that was somewhat decent of a film. I guess it was okay. I guess it was okay. Um, I've only seen it once. I try to watch it again, but it was a tough. It's tough to watch it again because it's like Ugh, I don't want to watch this because it's not good. It's not. It's not good enough to rewatch. But it was decent enough the first time of a watch. Okay, so it that was fine, I guess, and I guess that works. It works in the continuity of things. It works. So I feel like um, gotta count that movie, even though it doesn't really necessarily work. But as far as like how the film, the cinematography and it kind of works. It, it all kind of fits in the universe. It's in the Fast universe, the Fast saga. That's why they call it a saga, because that's part of the saga now. I don't know if they're going to do another Hobbs and Shaw. I don't... Um, probably, I hope not. Uh, they kind of left it on a cliffhanger, though. You know? And then, it, that movie was random. It had Ryan Reynolds, like, so random. It couldn't be more random. It couldn't be more random, but... I mean, I guess that's still a big budget. 225, 200 to 225 million is pretty, pretty, pretty large. I guess so. It is pretty large. But it's funny because I feel like the, the less of a budget, a better the film is, you know? Like when it's like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it because there's some like big budget box office films that are good, that are actually great. But I just feel like maybe like indie movies or I've never been, I want to go to it like a a movie convention, 
like an independent like festival, movie festival. I do want to go to one of those. I feel like that's cool. I I don't know, like I have never done any research on it. I wonder. I want to know what the the etiquette is. Like, what do you do? Like, do you eat? Do you have to be of of a certain age to attend? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just do because. Are there, are there certain days for certain genres? Like, are there certain theaters you have to attend? Like, how do these work, you know? I got to look into it. I got to look into it. I'm going to look into it for sure. But, yeah, man, I just, the smaller the budget, the better the film. And for me, at least, that's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like they would get the better actors. And they have a more of a grounded script and stuff like that. And I feel like you try to, you have a budget that is seemingly larger than life, then you try to make a movie that is larger than life. And that's what The Fast and the Furious has become because there's no way that there's two grown men that are going into outer space on a Pontiac. There's just no way that that's possible. But they make that possible in the film. So that tells you something about the where the direction like of the film and this, that whole series is going to end. Um, it's just going to get any more crazier. And then they were trying to drive a, like, and then the most craziest thing that I was waiting for. So John Cena and Vin Diesel are like driving. So they're like trying to like, there's a cliff and the out, the, it's so ridiculous. John Cena drives off of the cliff and then there's a fighter jet that picks him up, picks up the car from the roof of the car and takes the car inside like a magnet and like 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 and then like the car like like goes back into the ship or the um the plane the ship the plane what he can't do that it's no one can do that you can't do that there is no way in hell you can do that. I don't care if you're trying to be cool or whatever. There's no way you could possibly do that. You mean to tell me that there there's uh, it, it 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 blew my mind. It blew my mind. Like there's no way that that's what people are like people are really into that. <laughs> like the people they have diehard fans. That is terrible. And then the, but what's crazier than that though? You want the the crazier thing than that is Vin Diesel driving to. So there's a bridge. So Ludacris, Tyrese, and then there's a British girl. Can't think of her name. She's gorgeous though. And Paul Walker's uh, wife in the mo- in the movies, uh, Mia. That's the character's name. I don't know the actor actress's name. Gorgeous. All of them have aged, but. Like, they still cast, like, good-looking people. But, anyways. So, they drive across the bridge, right? And they're just driving across the bridge. The bridge collapses, boom. So, those guys can't get across the bridge. Uh, but they already had went through the minefield or something or another or something like that. Before that, they already had went through a minefield and then they were still getting chased by the army, whatever, right? So uh, just extra for no reason, right? Just so extra. But that's what they did. Um, And then Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, where's the bridge? 
he drives so there's like a hook on the bridge as far as like you know how like so the bridge is here and then there's the ropes that's where he so there was like a hook and he drove to the corner of it and snagged the hook within the rim of the tire and swung across the way like across out in the body of water like the ocean i think like the pacific ocean or whatever i don't know and just swung all the way across just swung all the way across and i'm just like and they didn't die and they didn't die they were getting shot at like they were going through the minefield and the their car was getting hammered from behind like just getting blown up from behind from all the mines and stuff like that. Tyrese got shot 50 billion times and he didn't die. That's what irritated me. That's what pissed me off. His character is annoying. All, and, and the dialogue is so cringe, you know? I'm so used to, like, fluidity. Like, when you watch, like, a, like The Godfather, like, I can see people talking like that. Or Scarface. I can... This is fluid. It's just fluid, right? It's almost, like, improvised. Like, kind of get into the character. Believe that you are Tony Montana. Believe that you are, you know, Don Corleone. Like, believe that. I don't even remember these guys' names, like characters' names. I just know that it's Dom and Mia because I just know that's the character's name. I don't know what the actress's name is. And that's it. Like, I don't even know Tyrese's character's name. I have no idea. I know The Rock is Hobbs because they have a movie, Hobbs and Shaw. That's a bad side. Like, these guys are so forgettable. <laughs> they, these characters are not something that you can get attached to and believe in and care about. That's why the movies just don't do that. For, for me, as far as just like, and I, and I know I'm not going there to see an acting clinic. I know I'm not going to see it. I, I know I'm not. But at the same time, I would like to see some decent acting. Like, the Avengers had... Better actors. Like, if you're going to do... They're another movie that did a lot of ensemble stuff. Like, their movies became more... In the beginning, it was more singular. Like, Iron Man would have his own stuff. There wouldn't be any other superhero. Captain America, Thor, Hulk. Like, they would have their own movies. But then when they introduced the team element of it, like, teaming up and fighting something bigger than themselves, it was like, okay, now we need to incorporate other superheroes and mention other superheroes so that we can... I don't know why, but I feel like that's what they did. And it's not necessary all the time, you know, but they had better actors. So I understand why they would, you know, sometimes they would add all those people. But I feel like Fast and the Furious suffers from... And a lot of other movies suffer from having to add a lot of people because of the series has grown and it's expanded so large that we need to add more people. We need to incorporate more people into the story. And obviously you need to incorporate more story elements that would make sense within the story. But at the same time, just end it. You can say no. You can be like, this is good enough. If you, Because you don't want to squeeze it too hard. You know, you don't want to like, you don't want to milk the cow too hard. You know, you milk it, and then if there's no more milk, there's no more milk, you know? 
But they're just, man, they keep going over and over and over and over. They keep beating the dead horse, but it works because suckers like me watch it. Even if it's on HBO Max, they still get people like me to watch it and to talk about it so they can get more pub and publicity for the next movie. Now, I'm not hating on the movies. The second one is the best one. That's what Paul Walker and Vin, uh, and, um, Vin Diesel was in it, but that's what Paul Walker and... Um, Tyrese. That's what like when they introduced Paul Walker. I like Tokyo Drift, but I don't know what happened. Like that was Tokyo Drift, and then it went Fast and the Furious Four, and then it went Fast Five, and then like and that, and then it went Fast and the Furious Six, and like they kind of just forgot about Tokyo. But they brought those guys back into this one, which was pretty cool to see. Or they brought the the white guy back, which was pretty cool. And um, what's his name? Uh, Bow Wow. Almost his his name's Shad Moss. I I don't I'm not calling him Bow Wow, Shad Moss. But that's weird. See see Vin Diesel is copying Marvel because he has a rapper in this in the in the film series. Ant Man has a rapper, Ti. You know. This he's copying Marvel. I don't know, dude. But I know the movies now, just speaking in general about movies, I know the movies are just not as good as they used to be. Um, it sucks that they're not as good as they used to be. I wish they were the same. I honestly wish that people would just enjoy movies and stop comparing. I got caught up in the comparison game, you know. I stopped comparing, and you just enjoy for joy for what it is. And I feel like a lot of social media, like, Social media is a good way to market a movie, but I feel like if a lot of people are not gravitating towards it, then a lot of people are not going to like it, and a lot of people are just going to be like, oh, this sucks. We don't want to see it. Get it off the screen. And it's just like you're not even giving it a chance, you know? And it's just... But everybody does it. I do it from time to time. Um, But usually I'm good at picking movies, but there hasn't been a movie... Like, the Batman was good, but it was like a superhero film, you know? It wasn't even a superhero film. It was a comic book movie, which I appreciated. It it reminded me a lot like Watchmen, in the sense of like, it wasn't. It might have been a. It's a. It's a. It's an association with DC. You know, like it doesn't. It's not in the same type of universe or the same. Yeah, it incorporates DC characters, but it's a comic book movie. You know that it's so comic booky. Like it's still grounded in the sense of like there's still some type of realism for the characters and stuff like that and for the situations, but it still has a comic book element and there's still some type of fantasy aspect to the film, which I genuinely like. Um, I feel like the Dark Knight was... The Dark Knight is more real and grounded, which is a good thing, but I felt like it was a mob movie. And these are some of the... like The Dark Knight's one of the best comic book movies and one of the best superhero... If, comic book movie... Because superhero movies are different. Like, The Avengers is a superhero movie. Like, I don't... I mean, I guess it's a comic book movie, too. So I guess I could say that the Batman... It just doesn't feel like it to me. When I watch Marvel, I feel like this is superhero stuff. Like, these guys, like, I know that they're going to come out on top. Like, when I watched... When I was watching The Batman, he didn't win. Like, he did not win at all. Like... If you haven't seen the movie, whatever, I'm going to spoil it. So at the end, there was bombs planted all over the city, and he did not stop a single bomb. The city collapsed and flooded itself. The city flooded. He didn't stop anything. So the Riddler got what 
he wanted essentially in a sense technically the Riddler won but the whole aspect of him being um chastised and um ostracized by society is what the Riddler wanted he wanted the Batman to be he wanted the Batman to fail to die whatever I don't know that's what that's what he wanted but he, that didn't happen he became a beacon he became a hero yada 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 you know then they started playing something in the way by Nirvana great song and then yeah, roll the credits. But um, that's probably the be- I, have, I that's probably the best movie I've seen in a long time. You know, like I was gonna, I was, I wanted to watch King Richard, but I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't care. I didn't care. I didn't care. I didn't care about how it should have been a documentary. Realistically, it should have been a documentary. It should have been a docu, like a bio series, like a biopic series. I don't think it should have been a movie. Or if it was a movie, make it a sports film, you know? Because it was, I mean, obviously it was about Venus and Serena's, like, coming up, how they dealt with, like, you know, being black in a predominantly white sport and being women at that and being dominant and things of that nature, like, how they dealt with those things, like... That's what they had to deal with, and I and I know the film highlighted that, but it was more on the father's side. And I wanted to, I never seen it, but from the trailer, it just seemed like it was just highlighting the father in the father's journey to raising them to be that way. When it could have just been more about the, their pressures and how they dealt with certain things. And I know they would probably hired, you know, not saying that the, I've never seen the movie, so I'm completely talking out of the side of my neck, but. I'm just imagine. I'm just assuming that, you know, if it was, you know, they got Will Smith, so you're, the movie's gonna be around Will Smith, which is totally fine, totally fine. But he won the Oscar for it. Congrats to Will Smith for winning the Oscar. Um, you know, he slapped the man on stage. I'm not gonna talk about the slap. I don't care about the slap. The slap happened. He, another grown man slapped another grown man. Things happened. You know, both men were right and both men were wrong in this situation. But I will say this about society and about just Hollywood and just the weird reaction they had. You know, I never, I understood that society was in a different bubble. You know, society in a sense of like, there's two different societies is what I meant to say. Like there's, but it's all in one community. Like it's so strange to explain it. Like celebrities have their own society their own culture, their own way of talking and interacting with one another. And then there's us on the other side of that, right? Or we know how we interact. We have our own way and our own culture and how we interact with one another. So when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, in our culture, in our reality, in our society, that wasn't out of the ordinary. That was just like normal. People get shot. People get beat up, jumped for way less than somebody making a joke about somebody's significant other. But in this celebrity circle over here, it's more, that's not how we interact with one another. That's not how we talk to one another. That's not how we No, You know what I'm saying? Like, no. That's what they're, that's their thing. Jim Carrey talking about, he. if I was Chris Rock, I would sue him, and he needs to be in jail. He doesn't need to go to jail. Okay? He doesn't need to go to jail. He, it, does, it, it wasn't that big of a deal. It was a big deal for the both of them, but 
at the same time, who cares? Hey, who cares? Nobody cares. It happened. People get over it, whatever. But it's just funny to me how society and just Hollywood just reacted so quickly to just be like, oh, oh my God, he slapped him. Like, yeah, he slapped him. You should have been talking mess. Insert that Cat Williams clip. You, you shouldn't have been talking mess. Literally, you, you, shouldn't have, you shouldn't have said anything. The moment that Chris Rock said something, and there was, and then he was talking about him before when they didn't go to the Oscars in 2016. Apparently, look, I don't care about the situation. I just think it's just crazy how we just get caught up in just that type of stuff, you know. It sucks that that happened. It sucks that Chris Rock, you know, got slapped on in the face on stage on national television. But it happens all the time. So I think we should just kind of like let that go, you know. And people have let that go. But I just think that Will and Jada, <laughs> I think they kind of kind of keep a lot of their stuff, their dirty laundry to themselves. I think that, I think it's just weird that, <sighs> it's weird that Jada's saying that about Will. It's weird that, um, that she can't see, and she's been falling out of love with that man, you know. But it's so weird for me to see Will act like this, you know, because it's just like, you know, when you watch him in Bad Boys, you know, there was obviously as an actor, you there's some part of you in the character, right? You try to bring some type of realism to the character. And that's a, and that realism comes from you, comes from your personal, your, your personal self. So that way that you can connect the audience, that the audience then can connect with the character. So people believe that Will has his he has his charismatic. He has his charisma. He's charismatic. He, um, ladies, man, smooth, whatever you want to, you know, whatever, right? But when Jada got on the internet and started airing his stuff out, I just didn't see that. And he's really, really infatuated with Jada, and he really loves her. And it sucks that it sucks. It sucks. It sucks that he has to live with that reality, you know? And, and I know he doesn't necessarily pro talk to Jada a lot, you know? He doesn't necessarily feel the need to talk to Jada. He doesn't probably, you know, want to talk to Jada. I don't know. I don't know if he's still trying to make it work with her. I have no clue. I hope not. But if he is, man, he's just, he's lost, and, and honestly, I don't think people can talk about, oh, he needs to get with someone single. Or, I, I don't even know what people are saying. What I'm thinking in my head is like, maybe he can get with someone single. Maybe he can do this. Maybe he can do that. But I don't think there's anybody that can pull him out of that place besides himself. Um, and that sucks, you know. And Jada keeps just saying stupid stuff like, keep it to yourself. I should never married Will. I don't need protection from a man. Keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. You don't have to say that. Like, like that's hurtful. That hurts. I'm not even Will Smith, and that hurts. I'm like, why? Why? I'm just reading it. I'm like, what's the why? How come? How come? What's the point? Because somebody asked you, you could have just said, like, you know, no comment, or I don't have to answer that question. That answers for me and only me. 
and then you let people assume and interpret whatever, but you don't say that, especially when the man defended you and when the man was talking, speaks highly of you. You know, and then you're just, I had an entanglement and I don't care and rah, rah, rah. Like, that is not attractive, man. The unattractive part is the lack of accountability. Like, and, and, and I'm not saying that she's not taking response, like taking accountability for her actions as far as the entanglement and stuff like that, but... I think she's not taking accountability for the way he's acting because she's played a big factor in his body language and how he sees it, the world now. You know, his perception's different. When the person that you love don't love you back, you will do anything to win that person over thinking that's going to get them on your side. But he's done, he's humiliated himself. I'm not saying he's humiliated, he's humiliated another man and he's potentially he put so Will Smith's job is to act and do these press runs and stuff like that so and go to these award shows because that's good for his brand and that's good for him especially if he's up for the award like how he won this year and so they said you can't come to the award show for 10 years but he can still win the award because of you, because he was defending your name, he slapped a man, cussed him out on national television, and then guess what? Got banned. So a part of his job, so he compromised a part of his job to to for you. And then you just say that stuff. Hurtful things. Things that are not necessary at all. Because what do you get from it? What do you gain? Honestly, what what does she gain from it? What what can, what can you gain? What can you possibly gain from that? What can you gain? Nothing. I feel like you just she's doing it on purpose, you know. And it's just stupid. <sighs> Man, that worked me up. <laughs> that got me worked up, but um, yeah, man. Speaking about f- celebrity relationships, I know I'm a little late on this as well. Um, a week ago, people were talking about how Russell Wilson was corny. I want to keep this short and sweet and brief. Russell Wilson is not corny. Russell Wilson is a stand-up dude. He did the right thing taking Sierra. I- I'm not even saying like he put a cape on, like he took her in, like he was saving her. It's good that he found her because she was she was she got out of a bad situation, and Russell Wilson helped her. Turned a negative into a positive, and now here she is, thriving. And that's all I have to say about that, because he, it's hard to believe what anybody says, and everybody has wants to have an opinion, but sometimes the opinion just it's just not as, it's just no, you know. Sometimes it's just stupid, and it's wrong for for me to call someone's opinion stupid, but at the same time, if it doesn't make sense, if you make an asinine comment or statement, then yeah, your opinion at that time was stupid. So people that have the opinion of Russell Wilson being corny, especially black men, is beyond me. Um, he's an example. He's a role model for a lot of probably a lot of kids. Uh, his philanthropy is he's a great philanthropist. I mean, who wouldn't want to be 
who wouldn't want to be not saying just like Russ, but who wouldn't want to have similar characteristics or similar traits to Russell Wilson? Like who wouldn't want that? And I think, I think, I think it's weird for black men to say that, especially when you know, uh, we're we're we're. It's hard. I'm not. I don't know how to say it. I don't want to come off as just like, oh, that's kind of messed. You know, saying that we're not good fathers or nothing like that. But as a black man, it, you know, it's stereotypical for us to have, you know, baby mothers and for us to step out of relationships and not take care of children and not be a family man and whatever the case may be. Like that's the stereotype, and for. Someone, I'm not saying future is the stereotype, but for in the situation with Sierra, he fit that stereotype. He portrayed that stereotype, and for us to worship that, it call Russell Wilson corny and future a real you know what, just because future is acting like himself or more than Russell Wilson, but. That is probably how Russell Wilson acts. Like that cornball side of him, if he is corny, if people deem him corny, I just think he's just a dad. He's corny. He's a parent. Parents are corny. No offense to parents, but the older you get, the cornier you get. And I'm going to get corny, and that's fine. But, but corny like dad jokes, not like corny character. Like Russ has, there's no character quality about Russ that's corny at all. What's corny is another man worshiping another man saying that Russell Wilson's corny future or just in insinuating that future when he has Sierra, it was better for Sierra. Like, what? What? How? Like, Sierra stuck with one man after future. Future got with multiple other women after Sierra and was still crying and begging to be with Sierra. So I don't understand. I don't understand it. That's what's corny to me. That's the corny behavior. But I digress, man. I digress, man. But I just think overall we need to stop just talking about celebrity relationships and fantasizing about celebrity relationships. I I never did it. I feel like it's messy to get in other folks' business. It is messy. You know, that's why I don't follow, um, what is it, like those gossip chat rooms or whatever, the shade room. I don't follow um, World Star Hip Hop. I don't follow No Jumper. Like, I don't follow none of those, like, drama sites, you know, that just love to get in other folks' business and stuff like that. Like, I know it's good for social media, and I know Twitter, you know, Instagram, Twitter, you know, has the original content Instagram just regurgitates it. I understand it. I get it. But I don't want to see it all the time. You know? And everyone's opinion, somebody sometimes people will make an asinine comment or statement and then it just doesn't make sense with what's going on in the story or just what's going on as far as the situation goes. And I'm just like, ugh, you know? But I guess, I guess people, I, I, I guess we can still talk about celebrity relationships because that's the only thing that's going on, you know? 
everybody is a content creator now and everybody wants to share their life and people think people do have interesting lives so they want to share it and um which is totally fine but i just think that there's certain things like the whole with the whole data and will um that just need to be private man i don't need to see it all the time i don't want to see it all the time but i can't tell nobody what to do i can just tell them to think about what they're doing and man we are running over until 12 a.m if you enjoyed the video please 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 like comment share and subscribe um and i'll be back man i'll be back better than ever next week you guys are the best you guys are awesome thanks for watching thanks for listening if you have tapped in with the audio and i will catch y'all on the flip side peace out six, six, six.